What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. This is your first time joining the show? Welcome to the show. Uh, like it, subscribe it, leave a comment down below for the algorithm. Spread the word of the Whiskey Ginger. We've been doing it for three years now, and I'm happy to keep this train moving. I want to thank you guys for listening to every episode. If you can, it means a lot to me. Put it on in the background. If it's not somebody you know, enjoy someone you don't know. If it's somebody you know, put it on in the background while you're washing your dog, clipping your toenails, cleaning out your fridge, fist fighting with a sibling, whatever you got to do to make your life better in 2022. My guest this week is one of my favorite uh, wild-brained, delicious, kooky, strange birds, uh, Harlan Williams. I love this dude so much. He is a genius in the comedic world, uh, a brilliant man, a beautiful man. I love him to death. He's so wild and weird, and who knows what's real with this guy? You don't. Uh, this week, right now, hey, today, tonight, I am in Kansas City. I'm in Kansas City and St. Louis this weekend. Uh, this weekend, I'm in Kansas City and St. Louis. Come out and see your boy uh, see me. Oh, I'm in St. Louis tonight. I'm so sorry. I'm in St. Louis tonight, Kansas City tomorrow night. I apologize. Uh, St. Louis tonight, Kansas City tomorrow night. AndrewSantino.com for those tickets. AndrewSantino.com for the tickets. I'm on the road so much more. I'm doing Chicago Theater February 5th. Huge for me. And then I'm also doing um, Vancouver. Uh, I'm doing Seattle. I'm doing Portland. I'm doing Vegas. We just added Green Bay with Chrissy D, Chrissy Chaos. So go AndrewSantino.com for those tickets. AndrewSantino.com for the tickets. I'm mumbling rambling too much enough from me let's go to the episode in here we pour whiskey 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 you were that creature in the ginger beard sturdy and ginger like vampires the ginger gene is a curse gingers are beautiful you owe me five dollars for the whiskey and 75 dollars for the horse gingers are hell no this whiskey is excellent ginger i like gingers That's just, I do that to myself to make, you know, just to let myself know how much I like myself. You clap for yourself. Yay to me. Have you ever given yourself a standing O? What's a standing orgasm? I mean, I usually am laying down most of the time. Oh, try standing. Standing up for an orgasm? Yeah, because all the blood's rushing down. You're on your feet. And so it's, I don't know. So the, so the blood goes to your feet? Yeah, you, it goes to your feet, and then uh -huh. the heart brings it back up, so it does like kind of a roller coaster. Uh, it's like a loop. It's a loop of blood, and mm. it really enhances whatever you do. I don't believe you orgasm. You I, said you did, but I don't believe that's what yes, you do. Yes, I have. I think you do something else. What do you think? I don't know, a seizure or... Uh, <laughs> I just lock up? I, well, I'm not, not there, but I believe that's probably what happens with you. Just looking at you, you look like a, more of a seizure guy than an orgasm guy. So I get an erection, I get close, and right before I ejaculate, I have a seizure. I don't think I said you get an erection. I don't know that I you can. I don't get an erection? I don't know that you can. <laughs> uh, I know. What's your secret? DeVry. You went to DeVry? Yeah, I took a erection night school course. Oh. Three years. Got my diploma on the wall at home. It's, Why not four it's years? Pink. Uh, I decided to tuck out. I wanted to get out into the world and erect. And, uh, you know, some people stay the course mm. and they're like, I need another year. And I was like, I think I, I'm ready to get out there and, and be erect and, and just take on the world. And if you want to go, it's up in Bakersfield. So I don't want to go. Maybe you should. You ever think about having kids or anything? I've got. A, I've got. You're drinking a cactus cooler. Who are you talking to? Well, excuse me. You brought me. a cactus cooler into my studio. Who do you think you are? 
Who do you think you are, Sarah Silverman? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. It is the notorious, the nefarious, the uh, negligent, the nuisance, the... Uh, uh, there was another N word. Um, whoa, guy! What? I'm just naming whoa, good ends. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm naming a bunch of good ends. How about Nostradamus, one of the very first vampires? The notable Nostradamus, Harlan Williams. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Comedian, actor, uh, poet, and a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And you came up to me in the hallway, of the comedy store last week, and what did you say to me? Well, it's just, it was the holidays, and I asked you if you and your wife got the box of caramels. It's and caramel. Well. It pissed me off when you said it then. It pissed me off right again. Well, next year, I'm sending you chocolates. So <sighs> so if you're not happy with the caramels. It's then... caramel and chocolate. It's always been that. No you know one what, says chocolate. You know what else they took at DeVry? What? A linguistics and languages course. And I learned how to say things properly. It's I did. caramel and no. chocolate. No. Where did you really go to college? Excuse you? <laughs> God, dude. You know, Where did you really go to college? Did you go to college? I did go to college. Where did you go? I went to a place called Sheridan College. Which Ooh. Was, right? Yeah, that's right. It, we, I studied ghosts. Yeah. How did you know that? Sheridan College and where? Where was it? It was in uh, Oakville, Ontario, in Canada. Shout out to Canada. Just outside of Toronto. Yeah. What a place, Toronto, huh? Yeah. Unbelievable. Culture, race, what? I said unbelievable. Unbelievable. We're not going to do this a whole episode. You got to know that you got to say stuff right on my show. Dude, I think we let our listeners decide or our viewers decide who's speaking regite here. All right. See, that you just, that proves the scam foot. Okay. Wait, what was that last? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, now that's right. That's right. <laughs> Sick. I know that's right. Well, mm-hmm, now that's right. I love that. That's not, I why, know. yeah, mm, that's right. Cajun, That's it comes from Cajun. Is that Cajun? Mm-hmm. Have you ever been down to uh, Louisiana? I sure have. New Orleans? Yeah, yeah. What'd you eat down there? I had uh, crawdads. Love crawdads. Uh, Peppered uh, pumpkin flaps. Any craw moms? Uh, no, no, that's uh, been outlawed. Oh, it's illegal. Yeah, now? it's illegal to eat the mothers because they have the eggs and it's like lobster. You can't eat female lobsters. Gotta eat the craw dads. Gotta can't eat, eat the craw dads. That's how my tooth got chipped. By the way, you see the tooth that's chipped right Are there? Are you cereal? What happened? I'm down in fruit. I'm fruit looping. Yeah. Down in um, New Orleans for my buddy's bachelor, par- bachelor party. Yeah, yeah. And I was on uh, psychedelics and I bit into a crawfish uh, shell and it cracked my tooth. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm actually being serious. And then the next morning what? we went to go get po' boy sandwiches. Yeah. And the dude standing there was this like huge, this like super muscly, good looking black dude. And he staring at me and I kept playing with my tooth because it, you know, when if you ever chipped a tooth or anything, you like, you can't stop touch or playing with it because yeah. you can't, you're like, how bad is it? Is it really bad? Do everybody see it? Yeah. And I kept touching with my my tongue, and you're he goes, "Tongue in it." Yeah. I was tongue in that shit. Yeah. And he goes, uh, "What's wrong with your tooth, man? What are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh, I chipped it. I was on mushrooms. I chipped it eating crawfish. I was I have crawfish shell. I was so dumb." And he goes, "Yeah, that's New Orleans." Wow. So it validated. That's what happens in New Orleans. It's yeah, that's funny. New Orleans. That's yeah. what he said. Oh, that's, now that's right. That's New Orleans. Yeah, because crawdads are about yay big. 
They're yo big. Yeah, they're yo big, mm-hmm. and and you'll take it to that. But I uh, I broke my lower jaw eating a lobster. They're, no. they're about this big, and I bit into the shell, and uh, this 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 is a fake right here. This is uh, synthetic. This part, the left part, left. the whole jaw snapped. Wow, just snapped like I got like punched, and uh, had to replace my jaw from uh, I was wow. at Red Lobster for Crab Fest and. You know, you go to celebrate something and you don't think you're going to lose a side of your mouth. And, you don't. And uh, it's tough. It's tough. But now you do. Statistically, I would think I'd lose a size of my side of my mouth because I do know someone that's happened to. You know, it's kind of like somebody goes, do you know anybody that's died in a car accident for not wearing a seatbelt? And you're like, Ooh. I don't know. But if you do, then you go, it could happen to you. Yeah. I know somebody. Now I have a good friend that lost half of his jaw. Yeah. Crab fest eating lobster, red lobster. Well, I also know someone that that, that you just brought this up that lost their life because someone wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Who? Uh, mm. Well, I was driving my dad to the pharmacy to pick up some some gels and stuff, and uh, somebody else crashed, but they weren't wearing their seatbelt, and they flew out their front window no. across the intersection, came in the window hit my dad and uh, killed him. And killed your father? Killed my dad. They flew right across the whole intersection. And if they had been wearing their seatbelt, my father would be alive today. But did your dad, was he wearing a seatbelt? He was. So seatbelts kill people, see? That's the problem. If your dad wasn't wearing a seatbelt, he probably could have avoided it. Well, I think there's an element you're missing, though. What It's not seatbelts kill people. Antlers kill people. This this idiot who flew through the air, had for some reason, had antlers. Oh, like, well, this like, is up in Canada. Yeah, elk, wow. like elk and the antlers went right through my, if it was just a guy with a normal head. It'd have been fine. Would have been okay, but the antlers are what really pinned them right through the seat. <sighs> what kind of car? Uh, so ironically, a Mustang, which is a hoofed animal. I know and, it. And so are reindeer and elk and moose. Mm. But you mentioned uh, craw dads and po boys, mm-hmm. and I'm getting a real like male running theme here. Like, you, yeah, no, is it's there all... anything with the word girl in it you might have put in your mouth, or it's always boy or dad. Most or... things I put in my mouth are boy related. How was growing up in Canada? It was tough. It was tough. I went to a boarding school, and uh, I didn't know if I'd make it through. It was a tough environment. Were but... you a smartass? I was, I was a bit of a smart ass. Yeah. When the teachers would be like, Harlan, cut it out. Would you hear that a lot? Not really. Cause I was a sneaky smart ass. Uh-huh. I wasn't the class clown that broadcasted my humor. I'd, I'd wait till the teacher turned around mm. or I'd shoot something under my breath. And, and so I was kind of the, the covert clown. You Do you know? remember the first time that you like, like ripped a room when you were young that you made a bunch of people laugh? I do. What was it? It was, <laughs> it was at a movie theater. Mm-hmm. I was in high school and we went to see this movie called, Have You Checked the Children? Or Stranger in the House. Have, have you ever seen that movie? <laughs> what? Those are two remarkably different titles. It's, sorry. It's, it's, it, it, have You Checked the that's Children? That's a line from the movie. Have You Checked the Children? The, the movie's called Stranger in the House or something. Or maybe it is called Check the, but, but anyways. Let me find out why you're saying this. I, yeah. think, I think it's called Have You, uh, Stranger in the House sounds like it's more of a film. Yeah, than, but it was a movie that came out in the 70s when I was in high school. Okay. And we went to the Saturday night matinee and it was packed. It was sold out. Slammed. Stranger in the house. 
Stranger in the House, and it was slammed. It was like sold out, and that was seventies. People went to the movies. You know, we mm-hmm. didn't have all this stuff we have now, and and uh, it was packed. And we were—I was with about fifteen of my high school like buddies, girls, yeah. guys. A whole group of us went, and we were all sitting together, and sitting surrounded by them. I felt empowered. So here's this horror movie, and every time someone was just about to go through a door, or you know, someone was about to jump out. I'd yell out a line thinking, oh, the crowd's going to hate me. I'm ruining. And the first time I did it, the, the whole theater just blew up laughing. Like I, I don't even remember what I, but I, I remember feeling, I just made 300 people laugh wow. in unison. Mm-hmm. And it filled me up with this kind of power and this energy. And so I kind of kept doing it throughout the whole movie and, and it just, every single line just destroyed. And I, I, I turned this scary movie into like into one of the best comedies of the season <laughs> and nobody got mad. Like, I think they got to the point where I could feel they're almost waiting for me to yell sure. a comment and, and they weren't just, they were somehow perfectly timed and they fit. And, and so that was the first time I really felt empowered by the, the power of laughter, you know? Did you, do you know the kind of stuff you were saying back then? Do you remember at all what it was? I don't remember. It was, it was, it was a running commentary on what I was seeing on the screen. You were the original mystery science theater. Yeah, that could be right. That that stole it from you. Maybe. And those are Canadian guys, weren't they? That started that. I don't know. Was that not an SCTV, uh, guys thing? No, no, no. But that, that was guys just kind of sitting there talking. I was yelling out. I was screaming. Yeah. Like I had to, I had to project, I needed the, we were kind of three quarters of the way up. So I needed the whole, so I would yell it out and I was nervous <laughs> as hell. But when they went with me, I was just like, wow. And then I started thinking if I can make a dark theater full of complete strangers break up laughing, I, it, that's, I think that's when the seed started to happen. You yeah. Know? Do you, yeah. what's your very first gig? I want to know. Stand up gig? Yeah. Uh, wow. Well, first of all, I'm going to, before I answer, I'm going to say, I don't appreciate what's happening here. The ambush journalism. I'm not doing a journalistic thing. I don't know. I feel like you're ambushing me. Well, this is pointed and named by the way. Everything here is, uh, everything here is very angled. So there's a reason for all of it. I know, but I really feel a little bit violated and ambushed, but I'm going to answer. Mm-hmm. You wanted it that way. Mm-hmm. Player, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> My first gig ever was in Toronto, Canada, at the only comedy club in the city. Yuck, yucks. Yuck, yucks. In Mm -hmm. in the early 80s. And uh, it was one of these things where you had to go on amateur night on Monday night. You got to do five minutes. And the way they did it is to get on stage, you had to phone. And this is back in the days of rotary phones where there was no redial button. I love those. Right? So it was like... And so, so you'd, there'd be like all kinds of people phoning in the first 15 people through would get five minutes on stage. What a nightmare. So for the first four months, I wanted to do it. And by the time I, you know, I'd be on the phone for my, I'd literally have a sore finger. And at the end of it, I'd finally, after like an hour and a half, they'd, hello, yuck, yucks. I go, yeah, no, we're all, we've already got 15. So it took me four months to finally like get them to, I got to, got them to pick up on time and I got my first, uh, my first like amateur night thing and I went down and I was nervous as hell, but I was ex- as excited as hell. 
and they put me up first. I was the oh first my guy. God. Cold? Cold? No, they had an MC. Oh, they have an MC. Who was like one of the seasoned. At this time, there was only about 12 guys in all of Canada who were, you know, top level headliners because mm-hmm. there was nowhere to work. So it was a very obscure career. Yeah. When I got in, I thought I would be a real anomaly, like a real, who the hell does this? I thought it'd be, you know, one of 12 people in Canada doing this job. <laughs> And, uh, so I, I had to go up first. I was terrified, but I, I remember I was, I was so f- pumped up full of energy and adrenaline that I just walked up to the mic and I grabbed it and I just went <laughs> like that, like, <laughs> and the people in the front row and like that, I didn't realize how loud, cause I'd never been on a mic before. Right. And then, uh, I went <laughs> kind of calmed down. And then I did my, I did my five minute, five minutes of fat mother jokes. And was your mom fat? Yeah. I had to tell her, I had to phone her and say, Hey, listen, I'm doing this thing. I need you to know I'm not taking a jab at you, but my whole, my whole theory was everyone understood fat mother jokes and they're pretty easy to write. Yeah. And my methodology was just get up there, do funny, quick, fat mother jokes, but use your first year just to learn how to be on the stage, right? learn how to feel the lights, learn how to feel the audience, learn how to feel the energy. So I really wasn't up there the first year trying to be a comedian. I was, but it was more of a deeper plan to try and learn how it felt. To be the comedian. To be the comedian and, and, and know what to give and take doing a show was. Give me a fat mother joke. Oh God, I used to do a joke where I'd say my, my mother was so fat she eats cereal out of a satellite dish. <laughs> it was Which is not true. Is that true? Well, I don't know. Did maybe. she ever do that? Maybe. How big was your mom? She was uh, she wasn't like a monster, but she was she she was <laughs> it's funny because my mom my mom was like stunning as as a young woman. She was just yeah. beautiful. Like looked like Marilyn Monroe, but with dark hair. Like just gorgeous. So, so not Marilyn Monroe. No, no. Right. And then as, uh, as she got older, she had five kids and then she put on a little weight, but she's still a beautiful woman, but, uh, she got a little heavier. So I had to, I had to tell her, I had to take her aside and say, Hey, this isn't aimed at you. I'm just using this as a vessel to kind of get to my ultimate. What did she say? She understood. She was cool. I think she, I think she was a little bit hurt. Who wouldn't be? Yeah. But, it's a little mean. <laughs> but what you would do is make fun of someone that isn't fat and call them fat. <laughs> Yeah. Not someone that is kind of fat. Yeah, I know. I well, know. you learn later. Like, was your dad fat? No. See, then then you would have been like, my dad is so fucking fat. I then know. it's funny again. I know, but fat mothers always seem to get bigger laughs. Yeah, than- it is because it's very like a, because like, you know, like if um, someone said like the old cow, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And back then yeah. in the seventies, it was a staple of like late night talks, like Johnny Carson, there'd always be a few jokes about Shelly Winters or whoever the fat actress was at the time. Right. They'd always get two or three of them in every monologue. So I smack around a couple of fat actors. A couple of chubbies had to get flabbed around. (laughs) And, uh, and so, you know, it's just, that was kind of this, that was just the times. But once you figured out the rhythm of, of up and all that stuff, because now I want to say as much fun as we have you and I joking around, when you are on stage and you are playing around, I know a lot of your stuff does come from improvisational stuff. Did you learn that quick or did that come way later? Uh, it came. Cause I would say you're a great joke writer, but you, I see you do 
fun improv shit all the time. Like, yeah. I know that you're fucking around. Yeah. I don't know if they know. Yeah. But I can tell. Yeah. But I love it so much. But I'm like, is that is that a thing you learned later in life or did you knew that when you were young? I knew I wanted to do that when I started. Because some guys are to the book. You know, we know guys that they oh, d- yeah. never deviate. Never deviate. Ever, ever, ever. And you like to fucking play, but I, it feels like you've been doing it for a long time. I have. That was always my plan. Like, like, like as I said, I went up initially to learn how to manipulate the stage and yep. the crowd and the energy. Because I knew in the long run, I wanted to be a guy that could walk out, not do my act, and just talk to a room full of strangers off out of the cuff, like yeah. out of nowhere, and see if I could make them laugh. To, to me personally, that was the true test of pure funny. Yeah. Because there's no net, there's no pre-written stuff, there's no formulated thought. It's just like, here we go, open the door, and- Jump out. You're on. And it's like, you got to land on your feet. So I liked pushing myself like that. But for the first few years, I couldn't even look at the crowd. I would walk out and literally stare into the lights and try and blind myself and just do my material. <laughs> it was scary, but. I used to do that. I used to black out at the comedy store. I would look at the lights as long as I could to not look down at their faces. Yeah. But the store was always so daunting. The open mics and stuff there were so mean. They, were they? Well, because those people knew they were going to get a real show later. Oh, yeah. So they they wrote you off before you, even if you could be funny, they didn't give a fuck. They didn't want to hear your bullshit yeah. because they got tickets and they got there early for the mic, but they knew that the, that the showcase is coming in a couple of comics. Oh, wait, so you grew up in LA? No, 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 in Chicago, but when oh, I, oh, I started out here. Oh, you did? I wanted to sink or swim, baby, and look at me. I'm sinking <laughs> to the bottom of the ocean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nice try, Corky. <laughs> Corky don't sink. Corky, Corky float. does. Corky, Corky Cor- float. Corky float. Corky float. Yeah, yeah. When you said you used to dial like that, do you remember? Did you ever dial radio stations or no? No. You never no. did that? I used to call for tickets for stuff, all the concert tickets no, I used to love. I couldn't be bothered. You were never a teenage girl? <laughs> I was a teenage girl for a couple of years. No, I, I never did that, Give man. me the most embarrassing band that you listen to, because I'll tell you mine right now. I've been listening to it a lot. Like band that I listen to now? Yeah, what do you listen to now that you kind of don't like that people would know, but you're like, fuck, I love it, but it's not good. It's funny. I don't have any shame like that. Like I, I, I listened to Wham! Last Christmas, I gave you my heart all year long. Like, <laughs> like I'll be wailing down Hollywood Boulevard going to the gym <laughs> and I'll blast it on purpose just to, because it's such a catchy tune. It you is know? good. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. And the very next day, you took it, it away. Or gave it away? Gave it away. Gave yeah. it away. I'm sorry. Yeah. I fucked well, that up. Well, thanks for wrecking my sorry, wham. song. Yeah. I've been listening to Dave Matthews Band again. Oh, yeah. It's not embarrassing. I just don't, I never really fell in love with that stuff, that kind of music. Yeah. And then a song came on the other day, and I was a little down. Aww. It really was sweet. It was just a sweet song. Yeah, I don't know one thing about him. I just knew he was huge. It all sounds like that a little it bit. It does? Yeah. You got the heat out of turning. You got no zoom in your handy. Yeah. Wow. It kind of has this like, um, I don't know, not country, but like, yeah, maybe like an indie old- Indie country. Indie country bluegrass vibe. Yeah. Vibey thing. So I didn't know anything about this guy. Dave. Dave Matthews. Mm-hmm. And then I shot a movie called- Becoming Winn-Dixie, which we shot in New Orleans. New Orleans. Caramel. 
<sighs> Go ahead. And so I've done all these movies. My sisters, I have four sisters, blah, blah, whatever. And when I told them I was doing a movie with Dave Matthews, it's the only time one of my sisters said, oh, will you get an autograph? And then he he was really took me on his tour bus. And oh, he, wow. Did you get good. an autograph for one of your sisters? I did. He even did a little doodle for her. What is it? What did he, what did he doodle? He did a little like stick man type of thing. Yeah. He, he oh, went above and beyond. Probably of. like his symbol. They have like a little symbol, a fire dancer thing. That's like their symbol, I think. No, it wasn't satanic. It was really sweet and nice. No, it's that. It's a fire dancer is that's their symbol. Sa- that's Satan t- stuff. Well, so what? What do you, what do you? Christian? What's wrong? No, with I him? just don't want to come in and do an interview and have someone throw their demon seed all over me. I'm not a Satanist. I just think he's oh, got some know. good ideas. I feel there's evil here all of a sudden. Y- you do? Yeah. And the way you're looking at me, I, f- I sense demon seed. You do? It, see? see? What? It's my regular face. I'm alive. <laughs> That's what a demon seed does. What is that what your demon sounds like? I'm alive. Why is he, he's a, is he alive? Well, there was an old movie in the seventies called Demon Seed. <laughs> really? It was about these people that make <laughs> love and create a baby, a devil baby. And the I'm only alive. line it has in the old movie, it goes, I'm alive. And then I'm the movie's alive. over. Yeah. Oh, I love that line. <laughs> yeah. Who has a better demon voice? Let's hear yours. Give, give me a good line. Not I'm alive. Give me a good demon. Okay. Line. How sweet. Fresh meat. Fuck, that's really good. Let me see if I can top that. In here, we pour whiskey. The NFL playoffs are here, baby. I'm so excited. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds. That's insane. 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets. If your team is victorious, Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet. You still have something to play for this wildcard weekend. Everyone can play for huge cast prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. You don't know anything about sports betting whatsoever. DraftKings is simple to use. It's very easy. And if you're a veteran, you know that DraftKings Sportsbook is the official betting partner of the NFL and is the best. It's the one that everybody uses it's the good one. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Go ahead and do that. Use promo code WHISKEY and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. All right? That's promo code WHISKEY in this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. You must be 21 or older. Of course, you already know that. New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Don't double down. Restrictions apply. SteveDraftKings.com slash sportsbook. For details, gambling problem, if you got one, do yourself a favor, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Get yourself fixed up. Download that sportsbook app, DraftKings, right now. Ginger. I like gingers. Do you have any extra bags? We forgot to bring our own. That's a demon at like Trader Joe's that forgot to it bring its It sounded bags. a little Shakespearean. There's a little British lilt on it, and that really? really takes the horror out of it. So if there's demons in purgatory, 
But that's you where, did not make it down to the lower strata. You were nowhere near the uh, how I feel. fiery brimstone. That is going to be me, right in purgatory. Yeah, you're, this is at my impression. Best, you're a purgatory demon. This is my impression of a demon um, who just won't valet. He just won't because okay. he's just it's the it's not money. It's principle. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's just he should, but he's like I don't want someone driving my car, and it's we can find a spot. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. No. We're going to keep circulating the block until someone leaves. Oh, are you? Are you leaving? No, son of a bitch. How was that? Well, when you play this back, mm-hmm. you're gonna say, and you have to play it back backwards, as yeah. you know. Yeah. You said circulating the block. Yeah. What you wanted to say was circling. We're gonna keep circling the block. No, circulating. No, circulating means circulation. You. See, see, Satan's at work right now throwing you off. The devil, the demon seed in this room made you say it wrong. You think so? To fry is waiting for you. (laughs) Imagine if they had demon commercials that came on late at night. (laughs) (laughs) Do you believe in the devil? You look like you do. 100%. Yeah. How could you not? I know. If you believe in something good, you got to have something bad down yeah. there. Without darkness, there can be no light. And without light, you need light. Without light, you there need. would be no General Electric. And without General Electric, there would be no rice. Rice. <laughs> Why do we have rice? Because it's brown and white. Why not black? Why isn't there black rice? There is. Have you ever had wild rice? There's some black pieces in there, but it's mostly... And what are the black pieces? They're rice. So what does that make them? It's not dominatory black. Black rice. (laughs) Why do you want to cut out the blacks? I don't. I like black rice. I like black rice. Yeah, but now you're saying there's no black rice? There's not enough. Okay, that's... As far as my money's concerned, there should be way more black rice on the market. Everybody says you want brown or white. It's like, what about black? Okay. What about black rice? Black rice? You know where wild rice comes from? I'm guessing you don't, just looking in your googly eyes over there. Thailand? No. Where? A lot of it comes from North America, from the marshes of North America. Lie. The the natives go along in their canoes and they actually bash it, and it grows out of the water and, and... Shallow marshes, and they bash it right into the basin of the canoe. Hit it so hard. What's that for? That knocks it out of its husk. And I know Mm. you know that word, husk. Yeah. And uh, it uh, they collect it in the canoes, and that's why it's a little more expensive. It's a it's a bit uh, precarious to harvest, if you know what those two words are. I don't. Okay. But I'm guessing it's hard to get, is what you were trying to say. Bingo. Yeah, that makes sense. You did this movie with Dave Matthews. He was in it as a musician or in it as an actor? He was in it as an actor, but he, there's a scene where he sang us a song too. It's a really charming movie. Have you seen it? Absolutely not. Because of Winn-Dixie, it's based on a really um, famous children's book. And the other woman in it, which was amazing, I forget her name and I feel horrible, but she was the co-star, the beautiful woman co-star to Marlon Brando on On the Waterfront. Oh my God. Uh... Um, the blonde lady. She she was she was obviously a senior by this time, but but that that's the closest 
The six degrees of separation, I think that's the closest I've been to. Do you have six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Could you do it? Somebody did it for me once. Because you've been in enough movies where I think we could do it. I did it. Someone did it for me once, six degrees of Kevin Bacon to see if there was any connection. And, and by be. the time they finished, I woke up in the Motel 6 in Bakersfield and he was laying beside me. Yeah, that's what the game is. I know. And I, I was like totally surprised. I don't know that I'll ever play the game again. Um, you want to play it right now? I really don't. I don't. I didn't like waking up beside him. Uh, his hair was spiked up. He, he looked like Eddie from Iron Maiden. I, you know, the lights were low. Normally the Motel 6 leaves the light on for you, mm -hmm. but I guess we had some wiring issues and Kevin Bacon in the moonlight with that hair and those sunken in cheeks. It looked like Eddie from the cover of Iron Maiden album. Iron that Maiden. Iron. Wow. Uh, it's not Iron. How you know, could it be? How even could it be? One iron? of us in this room, Demon Seed, took <laughs> four years of linguistics and language it's at me. DeVry. You took three, first of all. I took four because there was a freshen up course. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a. <laughs> now you wake up in Kevin Bacon's porky <laughs> arms. <laughs> Doesn't he look like Eddie from Iron Maiden, hey, though? Iron Maiden. God damn it. Yeah, he does look like Eddie from Iron Maiden. That is what Kevin Bacon, that's who Kevin Bacon really is. Yeah. His daughter's a famous actress now too. Are you doing Are what? you serious? Saucy Pork Bacon. Chop Sally? Saucy Bacon. Saucy Bacon. Saucy Bacon. Saucy Bacon. If she went to Taiwan, Taiwan, she'd be eaten alive. Saucy Bacon. She'd be cannibalized. Bacon, bacon. Oh, look at the saucy bacon. <laughs> they just, they, you ever see a school of piranha? They just, she came off the plane, they'd just like- they'd eat her alive. Eat her, you'd just see it. <laughs> By the time she got to the to the terminal, it'd be a human skeleton just walking. What is that, a fucking- I was, was acting. That? Why can't I act? Is this how you act? When's it my turn to act? I mean, I want you to. Are you doing acting right now? Okay, uh, say ra, say ra. Uh-uh. I'm not telling. <laughs> I do have something coming up. Do I'm you really? Yeah. Do you have something coming out or something you're gonna film? Something coming out. What's the what's the worst thing you ever did acting wise? Um, because I can I can tell you. Oh really? I'd like to hear what you no, think. No, I have no idea. Oh, uh, the worst thing I did acting wise. No disrespect to the people who put it together because it's a lot of work. Whether you're doing an indie movie or yeah. or a twenty million dollar budget movie, just say it. It, I did a movie that didn't come out real well called Surf School. Surf School. School. Who was yeah. in it? I I was probably, I wasn't the lead, but I was probably oh, had wow. the most notoriety out of anyone in okay. it. Surf School. I want to look it up. And uh, it was basically one of these teen rom-com movies where it was a bunch of kids on a beach going to school. And yeah. I was the, I was the old grizzled ex-surf champion who lived in a hut on the beach oh and God. all the kids at surf school looked up to me as the kind of surfer guru. That's awesome. Well, and it was awesome because here's where they got me. We shot in uh, Costa Rica Oof. on a beach with all kinds of beautiful girls in bikinis. Yeah. It was it was fun. It was a great time, but the, unfortunately, the, it was a low-budget movie. It didn't come out great, so that that was probably... What do you think it got on Metacritic, score out of 10? Um, does, does Metacritic go all the way down into Satan's hell? It because sure does. Then I'm going to say uh, minus 3,251 billion. This says 2.2 .2 out of 10. Not bad. 
No, that 2.2 is not good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I'll tell you who was in this. Cisco. Cisco, the thong that song thong, guy. Thong, yeah. thong, thong. Yeah. Did you hang out with Cisco? I did a little, yeah. Is he yeah. cool? Yeah, he was a nice guy, definitely. Good yeah. actor? You know, for standing <laughs> on a beach and going, hey, there's a wave. Yeah, he was fine. Everyone was fine. Did Cisco surf in the movie? No, there were a couple of guys that, that actually surfed, which was cool. You, you but, don't know how to surf, do you? Uh, I tr- I've done it a few times, but no, I'm not a qualified surfer. I'm, I'm really horrible. Another stand-up comic that was in this. Yeah, Taylor Negron. Tyler Negron. Taylor Negron. It's Negron. Negron. He was uh, the pizza delivery guy in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He passed away. I know. I remember that. That's, that was a big deal. Yeah, he was the pizza delivery guy. In Mr. Hand's class, correct? That's right. He brought the pizza to the door. He brought the pizza into Sean Penn. Yeah. Mr. Hand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if if this is your time and this is my time, doesn't that make it our Our time? time? It's a great fucking movie. So that was the worst thing you did. I I mean, technically it probably came out the worst, I think, you know. Well. Yeah. Joel Silverman, we're gonna. Who wrote it? I'm gonna tell him that you didn't enjoy working with him on his picture. He directed it too. I know. He I, was super nice. He was a great guy. It just, I just, it, it was, it was, it was rushed. Some it things was, don't come together. Yeah, it just didn't come together. Some great. things don't come together. Yeah. They're making a. They're making a How I Met Your Father. You know the show How I Met Your Mother. They're making How I oh. Met Your Father. I did the original pilot for CBS. It was so fucking bad. They yeah. buried it. I mean, it's all over the internet now, yeah. but. That was the worst thing I've ever done. Oh, wow. It was so bad. But it never got seen by anybody. Oh, it got seen by a lot of people. It got leaked and people saw it. But I mean, oh. it, never, it never went to air. Okay, so that's But good. we talked so badly about it because it was so bad. Oh, it was, but now God. they're doing it again with like Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff? Isn't she like 50 now? Isn't it Hillary Duff? Yeah, Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff? Wow. Hillary Duff. No. No, thanks. I'm she's busy. young. I think she's I thought young. I she, thought she was old. Wasn't she like pre like Miley Cyrus and- well, the child start. I think they start them so young that you think they're older now, but they're not. Paris Hilton's only nineteen. Are you serial? Yeah, she got famous when she was like five. Holy God, that's hot. When she was doing that, she was like seven. She looked older for sure because you know they do that. They age you up in Hollywood. Paris Hilton. I wonder if there's like a Carol Motel Six anywhere. <laughs> like, imagine if you were born into that family. Yeah, like Paris. Hilton Hotel, you know. Huge. She's an heiress to the Hilton Hotel chains. Well, you know the comic, you know Stephen Marriott. You know who that is, don't you? Stephen Marriott. That's his dad is. Are you serious? Mark Marriott, yeah. Oh my God, because one of my best buddies is uh, Donnie Ramada in, and uh, we like, okay, if you're going to laugh you at add, my friends. You add the in. It's just Donnie Ramada. That's no, it. his name's Donnie Ramada in. Oh, like, are you serious? It's like Anthony Michael Hall or William H. Macy. It's, wow, bro, <laughs> laughing at my friends. I'm sorry, bro. I, you know, I think Donnie Ramada is a good guy. Ramada in is his full name. I only say first and middles. Oh, God. Harlan Michael. Wow. What is your middle name? Oh, what damn. is it, you son of a bitch? It's Don't. very, uh, you've probably never heard it. Felch. No. Harland Felch Williams. No, it's Reeser. R-E-E-S-O-R. Fuck off. No, thanks. I'm busy. All right. We'll come back and fuck off later. What time? Seven or eight. I can do an eight o'clock fuck off. Reeser? What is that even? What is that? What's that It's from? actually a family name. 
It it's um, it, it goes through like my it's my dad's it's my grandfather's it, it went through a whole line of uh, there were a bunch of early settlers up in Ohio and Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and uh, southern Ontario farmers and stuff the research the research there's a big clan of them yeah don't say clan but she said you don't want to be associated with a clan of white <laughs> no people. I don't mean like that <laughs> good night Nelly Furtado when did you get out of the white nationalist party. Oh, God, that would probably be... You were in it for so long. Yeah, 73. 73. Yeah. Is it weird that, that uh, January 6th just passed, the insurrection, the anniversary? Because I know you were there with a bunch of buds. What's the insurrection? Mm-hmm. Playing even... dumb. I, I honestly... You stormed the Capitol. I saw you all over the oh, fucking news. Oh, that thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that was wild. Nuts, huh? Well, I don't know. It's That's... I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were nuts when you, that's nuts that you did that. That I did that, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, didn't they, weren't they wearing like, I didn't actually see it, but weren't they wearing Viking hats? One guy stuff? was wearing like Viking bullhorn uh, and had an American flag. He was, he was genuinely the cartoon that you wish was doing that. When he, that's why he was so internetable because he was, it didn't look like a real guy. It looked like just a, f- a fake costume. Yeah, well, he looks like somebody built him to go do that. He doesn't look like a real idiot renegade. He looked like kind of like a cartoon version of someone you'd draw that would storm the Capitol online. He looked to me like if I wore a rabbit costume to bed mm-hmm. and took a boat to the island of where the wild things are, Love. he'd be standing there. The first guy you'd see? He'd be one of the wild things, yeah. Did you ever dream like that about the wild things when you were a kid? I didn't dream like that, but I, I had, that was my first children's book. Where the Wild Things Are. Where the are. Wild Things Are. I yeah. remember reading that and wishing I could go to that location, which was I funny know. because as a kid, you'd think you'd be scared of those big animals, even though they were friendly. Yeah. But for some reason, it tricked you into thinking, that's the safest place on earth. Yeah. I, I actually was a little bit intimidated. Like they were a bit scary. Like I, I liked them, but I don't know if I trusted them. That's exactly the whole nature of the film and the books. That's yeah. what it's all about. Because as a kid, you you kind of intrinsically are wired in your DNA to not necessarily trust something with big dripping fangs and big yellow eyes Hairy. and claws and yeah, like that's why I have a thing about Armenians still today. Are you serial? Yeah, because the hairy thing. When I was a kid, I didn't like oh, hairy things. Right. I see Armenian guys in my neighborhood. It's so hairy. Oh, I just carried a pick in my hair. I kept a pick in my hair, and if I got attacked, I would just. You know, brush them out. Oh, you brush yeah. them out. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, you know, to each their own. Yeah. As it were. Oh, cute. <laughs> the way you say that, just cute. Are you doing touring? Are you touring? You're not touring, are you? Uh, Yeah, I'm just starting up. I'm going to be starting up. Here. Are you really going to go on the road? Yeah, I'm going to do a little. Yeah, it's not as much as it used to be because of COVID, but um, I'm, I got a few dates. The on. Omicron tour? Yeah, I got a few dates on the book. You didn't get COVID, did you? No, did you? Yeah. No. I did. How? Where? Why? I play um <clears throat> I play tackle football at Pan Pacific Park. Skins and skins. Are you choking up, bro? Mm-hmm. I know COVID's emotional. Let it get, take a minute, bro. I'm I play sorry. tackle football at Pan Pacific Park, skins and skins. Oh, so no shirt on? No shirt, no pants. Skins and skins. Skins versus skins v skins. You got to wear right. undies. And um, every time we tackle, we have to do what's called a, a latent scrum. Okay. Which means you have to lay there and roll around with whoever tackled you for about five or seven minutes. 
Oh my god. Then whoever is tired first has to kiss the other one on the on the lips and then you get back up and you're back in the game. That's probably how I got it. You know, I is your is the stadium up on the top of Brokeback Mountain by any chance? I think it's I think so. I think it's that's on the prob- I think it's yeah. on the other side. So probably on the back side of Brokeback Mountain to be wow, honest with you. Wow, that's like almost like Pink Floyd's The Dark Side of the Moon, but Did you ever watch that with The Wizard of Oz? Did you ever do that bullshit? No. Do you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know what you mean. I did it in high school. Did it did it make sense? Oh, you were stoned. For people that don't know what we're talking about, people used to do this thing where you'd you'd watch Wizard of Oz and they'd cue it up with Pink Floyd and apparently it would be perfectly timed. The soundtrack would be perfectly timed to the film. But you're so stoned, you're looking for it to yeah. be timed well. Yeah. So I think rhythmically, because a film is cut kind of in the way that music is composed, right? There's yeah, a rhythm to it. there is. You're right. So I, I think did, you're looking for it. I did. I, I used to watch Bambi to a Black Sabbath's Paranoid album. Oh, such a good album. Yeah, and it, it really kind of popped the movie to life. Did it sync? It synced real well. It synced real well. I used to watch Terminator, and I would turn off the the volume on Terminator, but just turn on Iron Maiden albums the oh, whole time. Oh, sweet. Because yeah. I love Iron Maiden. Oh, what a dream treat. I watched Philadelphia to uh, Barry Manilow's uh, Copacabana album once. So good. Yeah. So good. One time, I watched Schindler's List. Okay. I turned it off, and I just turned on B-52's entire album. Oh, God. What a dream treat. There he is. Oh, go get the juice. Yeah, that's. Whoa, <laughs> listen to you. That's exactly how he sounds. That's how he sounds. Wow. In here, we pour whiskey. The winter is here. The winter is here, my friends. You got to upgrade your daily routine with Bespoke Post and their new seasonal lineup of must have Box of Awesome collections. I've talked about these guys, I love them. Um, that Box of Awesome is incredible. Uh, it is really cool to, to get online, uh, tell them your vibe, your style, and they kind of curate this beautiful box of awesome for you. Uh, Bespoke Post partners with small businesses and emerging brands, and what they do, they bring you the most unique goods every single month. I got myself a new knife the other day um, and a travel bag, which is uh, probably my favorite thing. Also some candles and my whiskey bar at home, my bakat, uh, has... Uh, has a whole setup from them, a decanter that they gave us, little glasses, and also a little pincher. You can look a little pincher for ice cubes, you know, a little, little ice cube pincher because they slip out of your hands. Uh, if you want to get started and learn more about Bespoke Post and their Box of Awesome, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com, boxofawesome.com. Uh, your answer is going to help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. Free to sign up. You can skip a month or cancel at any time. Each box costs $45. And has over $70 worth of stuff inside. It's incredible. Each box of awesome, you're supporting small businesses, which is important. 90% of everything that comes in your box of awesome is from a small and upcoming brand. So do yourself a favor. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com. Enter that code whiskey at the checkout. That's boxofawesome.com. That code whiskey for 20% off your first monthly box. Ginger. I like gingers. That guy was so... Look, God, not to... (laughs) I don't want to be mean to him, but boy, oh boy, did I fucking hate those songs when I heard them for some reason. You did? I hated that. My mom loved 80s music. Yeah. Like, loved it. My dad loves soul, which is where I got into soul, and and that's why I liked hip-hop a lot, because they stole all the samples I would listen in hip-hop. I was like, this is from albums my dad has. Yeah. It was so weird to like, listen to it, hear it, and go, oh, that's a sample from a song I know from... A, a soul music artist. What kind of soul? Like Marvin Gaye and 
Well, yeah, Al or, Green or, and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, but uh, do you know what Carolina Beach music is? No. But I mean, um, yeah, I mean, you do the same kind of takings were passed through to like Sam Cooke and and you know, like Sam Cooke, you sat up real abrupt. No, no, I just was taken aback. I was that the Carolina Beach music hit me. It was a little Carolina late. Beach music is kind of like, um, yeah, it's got it's got the same kind of touchings of. Uh, of of soul and a little bit of funk in it, um, but my dad loved that shit. Like was obsessed with it. Like James Brown is like the greatest. My dad thinks James Brown's like the greatest thing yeah. of all time. But I would listen to that stuff and I loved it. And I never connected with my mom on most stuff until she got into like like I like Clapton and stuff like that. Like she got into that stuff later. Yeah. But when she liked eighties music, yeah. Boy, oh boy, did I hate 80s music. B-52s were terrible. Stuff like that was just like... Did it cause a rift between you and your mother? If it was mother? like poppy and it was like, we're the love jack, I didn't like that. Right, right. Yeah, my parents used to have to, they used to fist fight, Saturday night fist fight at the Santino house. Are you serial? Yeah, and whoever won got to uh, got to play music for the rest of the night. Was your mom a good fighter? Undefeated. Oh, wow. We never got to hear Soul at the house. Wow. I have to listen to it in the garage. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Your mom. Irish? Irish. Yeah. Irish. Okay. My dad was, my dad, my, my biological father's Italian. Yeah, that's why your mom won. Sicilian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why your mom won. Well, he, he had her killed years later. He put a hit on her. How? Well, this is, you're not going to believe this, but. I will. He was driving in a car in, in, uh, in Ontario, Canada, oddly oh, enough. Oh, boy. I don't like where this is going, but keep going. I... And he asked her to not wear seatbelts, seat and he purposely careened into opposite traffic, sending my mother and himself through the front windshield. And what, were, what was on uh, your father's or your mother's your father's head or wh whoever died? What were well, they, they both did. They both went through. I mean, it was were a, they wearing anything on their head, suicide. like any kind of hat or headgear? Yeah, it had antlers on it. Why? How do you know you that? Are you shitting me, bro? Remember earlier I told you my dad was killed. In Ontario, Canada. What? He was wearing a seatbelt and he and there was a car accident. Yeah. And someone flew through their front window, through the air. They happened to be wearing a rack of antlers, a nice rack. Yeah. Elk or deer or something. Boom. Double D rack. Right through the chest. Wow. This was your, this was yours. That your, was my parents. Murder, suicide. Are you serial? This can't be. Let's say the year at the exact same time. So let's find out. Ready? One. Two, three. 1973. 1973. <laughs> Holy, Holy shit. Clam bake. That's nuts. That's well, peanuts and Linus. Wow. That's it. That's it, Snoopy. We found it. Wow. Honey, glaze my ham, bro. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there's a uh there's an old Irish saying that I want to bestow to you. Good. I like Are I'm you Irish. Irish? I'm Irish, yeah. But how much? My mother's name was O'Donnell, maiden name. Oh man. What's yeah. wait, but what's what was your dad? That's just English. Williams, isn't it? Welsh. Oh, so you're you're that kind of British. Yeah, my dad well, my dad's side's like Welsh, German, Swedish, all that mix. And my mother's French Canadian and Irish. Oh, French Canadian. Yeah. When somebody says Welsh on a bet, meaning you've Right. Is that because of the Welsh? 
No, it's because of Welch's grape juice. They make 100% pure grape juice with Concord grapes. Love it. It's concentrated. It's really delicious, but uh, that comes from that. From that. When somebody says you welched on a bet, they're grape referring juice. to grape, grape juice. juice. Yeah. Not the people from well from Wales. No, they're Welsh. Welching is if you're if somebody uh doesn't pay you on a bet because they were drinking grape juice. But if someone Welshes on a bet, mm-hmm. then it's a Welsh person uh gypped you out of your winnings if you were making a bet. There's all kinds. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you cereal right now? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Are you at the store tonight? No, tomorrow. No, Friday. I like how you guys say tomorrow. Friday. Friday. I say tomorrow. More. How did I say it? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, and I say tomorrow. With an A. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Get over there tomorrow, and you say tomorrow. You guys' accent on O's is beautiful. Well, tomorrow. Oat. Yeah, Uber. Morrow is, it brings us back to Twilight Zone, but Morrow love that brings show. us back to, it It really makes me picture you laying in a park late at night with a zebra or giraffe femur, mm-hmm. cracking it open with your fucking creepy crayfish teeth and eating the marrow out of it. When well, you know when people get bone marrow at a restaurant, yeah. And like, it's really good for you, but it doesn't taste that good. So You've had it? You've never had bone marrow before? Are you crazy guy? Come to a steakhouse with me. We'll get it together. What am I, Jeffrey Dahmer's grandsister? It's Jeffrey Dahmer. Boy, you have trouble with words, guy. I am. You should think about going back to school. I'm an English minor. Yeah. Give me any word I can spell it. Okay. Uh, how about conundrum? <laughs> Seriously? Are you cereal? Conundrum. Yeah. Use it in a sentence. Your teeth were cracked by a crayfish conundrum. What's the root of origin, please? Uh, Alex Haley. He wrote the book Roots. Conundrum. K. Anundrum. Okay. Okay. Nice. You're welcome. Pretty good. I thought I had you, but. No. Way to go. Can I give you a potato? Way to go, guy. Potato, buddy. That's a potato. <sighs> Nux potato. Oh, are we taking a drink? Salanche. Cheers, cheers to uh, your conundrum. Well, we're not drinking today on the show. We're not drinking any of the brown liquid. I need to dry out a little bit, too. You do? Oh, wait. Do you drink every show? No, not every show. Oh. A lot of people that come on are sober. I didn't know that I was kind of ruining a tradition. You've done that multiple times. I have. You're not sober. What do you mean? As in you don't drink. You drink sometimes. Oh, I drink every now and then. But I've never, I, ha- I haven't had much real hard alcohol ever. Scary. I've had beers. I've had wines. And I had my first tequila three years ago. And I've, there's most hard liquors I've never even put in my mouth. Like rye and scotch and whiskey what was the tequila did you like it i didn't want it but a friend of mine (laughs) i was having a pool party and this guy just kept persisting he's like have one and he'd been trying to get me to drink it for years and i kept saying no 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 and he just kept kind i said give me a damn and i finally had one and i actually kind of enjoyed it 
Was it just a shot of it? Was it? No, he made me like a glass. He made a margarita. Oh, margarita! And I actually good. was like, "Gee, this is actually kind of fun." That's what you're you're missing out on. So there, now, right? now every now and then I'll have a margarita. What could you have a specific kind of tequila that he gave you that he wanted you to try so bad? I don't remember, but I, just, I don't know anything about tequila. When I when I order one, I just say to the bartender, "Whatever is good." I don't know anything about tequila. I just I know how it's manufactured and made, but I don't know how is it manufactured and made. Smarty from fans. the guava plant. No. Yeah. Nope. Stuff I drink is. Oh, you uh, you get guava tequila? Yeah, with with granola and uh, mustard seed. Brown brown mustard? Uh, yellow. Only yellow, huh? Yeah, same stuff they make. By the way, uh, cyanide and Agent Orange with. So it has a kick. It's Mine a, has a kick. It's got a, a jump on it. It's got a, It gives you a kick. Like if you're feeling at a three, this brings you up to about a 14, four and a half. Fourteen. Oh my oh, yeah. god. It rides you high. That's way higher than I thought. Daddy rides high when he's on the, yeah. Daddy rides high. You smoke marijuana? Uh, you know, I'm not going to be a victim of ambush uh, journalism. You smoke marijuana? And I'm not going to be pressured into these conversations or ambush journalism. I told myself when I came in, I'm not going to be manipulated by the big three. You smoke marijuana? We'll spell that in a sentence. Can you spell that, first of all? Because I'm, I'm not going to talk about it to someone. S-M-O-K, marijuana. No. Mm-mm. I, see, I, I won't have an ambush journalism conversation <laughs> if you can't even spell it. <laughs> I can spell it. It's laborious. L-A-B-O-R-O-U-S. Laborious. Laborious. You know what laborious means? Yeah, it's it's to and labor at something. Labor intensive. Yeah, yeah. Something is laborious, right? Like, let's name stuff that's laborious. Uh, lifting my fat mother. Lifting your fat mother is laborious. By the way, and this you is know, she alive? By the way, no, she passed. R.I.P. to your fat mom. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna switch it to I, fat girl. I, I had a one night stand with a fat girl. Are you being serious? Did you this, really? This is for real. I'm serial. And it was so bizarre. Like this girl liked to eat when I peeled her underpants off. You heard of the term, you've got ants in your pants? Yeah. This girl had Aunt Jemima in her pants. She liked to eat so much. I peeled her underpants off. A stack of buttermilk pancakes dropped out onto the floor. Were they warm? Yeah. Well. And buttered. Fresh butter? Fresh butters. I mean, she had Aunt Jemima in her pants. Well, that's, that sounds like a positive to me, doesn't it? I mean. Well, what's not positive, I said, what's going on with you health-wise? And she was like, "Um, have you heard of Lyme disease? And I said, I sure have. And she said, well, I've got key Lyme pie disease. Mm. I was like, wow, chubby, that's. uh, You call her chubby. Yeah, I'm into pillow talk. I get that. I mean, I'm not not gonna do pillow talk with Thunder Lumps. Thunder Lumps was that her? Is that like a surname? It's a pet, uh, you know, s- sex thing, sex s- play, sex play. You ever do a, you, you ever heard a romance there, guy? Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, you might want to uh, ratchet it up there, Nacho. I'm not gonna. Well, welcome to uh, the Thunderdome, Tina Turner. She never played the Thunderdome. Are you serial? Never. She couldn't make it. Oh, God. Now that's 80s music I think I liked. All Tina the men Turner. come in these places. 
She was great. She was seductive. And she her was like, hair was so big oh, and beautiful. Oh, she was like a lioness. And she, and she would kind of stumble when she wore heels. She was very yeah. like, but I really liked it. That I, she, I thought she almost might fall all the time. Yeah. yeah. I was into that. Yeah. I liked it. I like when a performer is almost going to get hurt all the time. Yeah, it's trouble walking. Yeah. You would have you would have loved date. I know you're married, but you would have loved dating the uh, the the creature from Jeepers Creepers because he had sort of trouble walking. Walking, a bit. yeah, he's more of a flyer. But I mean, you if you could loved marry him. a character from television or film, not the actress, yeah, right? The character. You already know the answer. Go for it. Bewitched, bewitched. Dun, 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 dun. But it was two different actresses, by the way, too. So Elizabeth that means- Montgomery plays. You want to go for the, the hottie? E- first of all, a hottie. Yeah. yeah. Gorge. Yeah. And could wiggle her nose and hey, honey, do we have the new Tesla yet? Ding 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 ding. We do now. She could get it. Um. Hey, honey, can Farrah Fawcett join us in the bedroom tonight? No. Ding 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 ding. Then you get Farrah Fawcett. Yeah, but Farrah Fawcett don't know no magic player. No. Yeah, she does. No, she don't. You spend 10 minutes with that woman, you can tell she knows magic. Up close magic, by the way. She does great sleight of hand tricks. Yeah, but that's that, that and seven buckets of crawdads will get you a one-way ticket to Fun Fun Street. And tooth chipped. Yeah. And you get yourself a tooth chip. And what's mine? What's my character from yeah. TV? Yeah, and don't say Lou Ferrigno, Lou Ferrigno the, Incredible, the Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Fuck you, what is it? You, don't let, no. That's, my, that's it? What is it? Mega Babe. Probably Jessica Rabbit. Oh, okay. Va va boom. Why? Probably her tits and her ass, I think. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. I'm just drawn that way. But it's weird because she's not real. We just said someone that isn't real. You said a char- I said a character from TV or film. But Bewitched was a real lady. She wasn't, my friend. But <laughs> she was. I'm okay. It's okay if you feel that way, but you're wrong, buddy. Did you ever see her in the Twilight Zone episode she did? Elizabeth Montgomery? Yeah. No. She did one episode with Charles Bronson. Seriously? Yeah. It's really cool. Wait, Charles, my cold dead hands, Charles Bronson? Isn't that him? No, that's Charlton Heston. Charles Bronson was like Death Wish guy. Oh, yes. He was a cool old badass, but it's a yeah. really cool Twilight Zone episode where they're the last two people alive. One of them's American. He's American and she's Russian. Is she Russian in real life? I don't have to answer that. I'm no, not going to be. I'm not going to partake in ambush journalism. Why? You're right. I thought I came in here to talk. Okay, go ahead. Well, just I feel ambushed again. She did the video. Who did? Exactly. <sighs> See, you set me up to fail every I, time. I, it's I, so I tried easy. To do a story. Who drew the shirt? Is that <laughs> Blues Traveler? I drew it. Did you really? I drew this this morning. That looks awesome. Thank you. Oh my God, it does say Harlan. You know the yeah. Blues Traveler cat? That kind of looks like that. I draw my own shirts. All of them? A lot of them. What kind of, talking to the mic so people can hear you. Oh. What kind of pet stuff do you, what do you use? So I draw Sharpie, Sharpie on shirts and then I sell them. The original, the original art. It's like wearing a, a, a painting or a drawing. Like you'll sell that shirt? Yeah. Yeah. How much? Not much. I sell them for between like 65 and 120 bucks. I'll buy it. <laughs> I wouldn't make you buy it. I'll draw you one if you want one. Take it off. <laughs> no. Take it off. Are you cereal? I want a hundred and how much? Uh, I have a hundred dollars. Three hundred. A hundred dollar bill for that shirt. 
Asshole. Thank you. That's a good ex- now. That's a good exchange. What a great shirt! Are you serious? You want it? I love this. I just drew that this morning. I swear to God. I wake up. That's my morning therapy. I don't meditate. I don't. I just got up, mm-hmm. and I kind of start my day drawing, and it uh, it is really beautiful for people that didn't get Thank to see you, it at the buddy. house. Thank you. They're really cool. You know what it's called? What What is this titled? Yeah. Yeah. Curly Whiskers Skull Cat. Because see, his whiskers are curly and he's got a skull on his head there. This is Curly Whiskers Skull Cat? Yeah. And yeah. now he's yours. Got to be honest. It, it's not a creative name. It's what? Are you dabbing off your sweat with the $100 bill? Well, I'm not making paper airplanes out of it, guy. This is wealth in America, ladies and gentlemen. Well, do you want to throw... put your shirt back on because I feel bad you're going to have to have your shirt off now for the rest of the show unless you really What are you, it. an Indian giver? I'll sell you this shirt for $100. It's Harlan Williams' original art piece. 50. 200. How about you give me another 100 for staring at my areolas there, bro? I can see. You got yourself a deal. Don't think I can feel it? You got yourself a deal. I got two areolas and I think 50 bucks each. All right. I'm going to sell you this shirt right now for $200. Take it or leave it. This is an original piece of art. I'm going to leave it. I want you to have it. $200 for this piece of art. Come on. So you, you, make a, you drive a mean deal, bro, Sefiosh. That's an original Harlan Williams. Can I wear it? Sure can. Put it on. You can wear it out of here if you'd like. Are you cereal? Mm-hmm. How good of a shirt is that? Wow, this is exciting. My buddy Harlan Williams Hand drew it. Hand-drawn? Hand-drawn this morning using Sharpie, no less. And if I do this slow, it's not because I'm trying to <laughs> prolong my areolas being exposed. I don't want people to want to see them. Oh, it's so tight, I can't get it on. <laughs> oh, it's stuck. Can you imagine you being a sex symbol as much as you are? Did you ever know you were going to be this much of a sex symbol or no? Do you mind if I have this moment with my areolas? I mean, the audience, this is going to get flagged by YouTube because there's too much sex. Watch how I slowly bring the shirt down <laughs> over one, and then the other milk passage gets covered. You can't milk. Can you milk, you think? I can lactate wow. on demand. So you know how some actors can cry on demand? Oh. If those got wet, if They're you got wet. wet all right. Wait, I really have a real question. This is very cool, by the way. Thank you do this you. every day? I do it almost every day. I, I started a new website called, my name's Harlan, so I have a site called harbling.com. Harbling.com. H-A-R-B-L-I-N-G.com. Yeah, and it, it's got like tons of my shirts on there that are hand-drawn. You being facetious right now? I'm being for real. Harbling.com. Harbling.com. How and long I, have you been putting shirts up there for? I just, you're the first person to hear about it. I actually launched the website like two days ago. Seriously? Yep. Harbling.com. Harbling.com and I have all, because you know, I, I This want, is really great. Harlem's original art. Yeah, I, I, I was sick of people always wearing br- brand names like, you know, and logos that, that are meaningless, like yeah. Nike. And and I thought people should wear something that nobody else has, something this is original. Very cool. So I, 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 I love to draw and I thought, 
I want people to have something original. Will you draw me a custom one? I will. I was actually, do you really want this one or I can do it? You I, know want a new, I want a new one from you. I'll do, okay, I'll do a but custom one. But I want one. one that I haven't seen because I don't want to know what it is. Okay, I'd love to. Okay, I want a, cu I want a custom Harlem Williams. I got to know what your size is, though. Large. Do you like V-neck or do you like- uh, True neck, regular neck. Regular neck, okay. Large? Large. Okay, you got it. Hey. What was that you just did? Nothing. Ow. Oh, you know what? Maybe I can't draw you one. My arthritis just, ow. Are you all right? It was weird. Just as you winked, my tendons kind of seized up and maybe- well, good news is you're a left-handy, not a right-handy. Not for drawing, I'm not. Really? Yeah. But you're lefty for everything else. I'm lefty for everything else. You hold a spoon when you're eating seal. Where is it? Right hand, left hand. Everything's left. But what's interesting is I, I, I'm, DeVry, I'm taking Velociraptor classes. Yeah. And we do, normally I do this on Thursdays and Monday nights. We do Velociraptor exercises and normally I'm okay with it, but this one seized right up and I guess I won't be drawing for, I look at that, I'm thinking nine, 10 years I'm out probably. That's such a long time. So maybe I can draw something for you soon. No, I'll wake it. I'll wake it. What does he want? You wait nine years. I'll I mean, the Jeepers Creepers monster waits every twenty-three years. He eats. So if I draw every nine years, I can get you shirt, and by then you'll probably be a three X, and it'll be great. You think I'm gonna get fat? Probably. Have you ever heard this saying? Uh, he's got ants in his pants. Sure. Well, when you're a little older, when you pull down your underpants, a stack of hot um, but buttermilk pancakes will drop out with butter on them. A good buddy of mine slept with a chick who was a little portly. Portly? That exact Natalie thing. Portly? Natalie Portly. Okay, and what happened? That same thing happened to him. Are you cereal? Mm-hmm. The buttermilk pancakes flew out. Yeah. Well, this chick, it was bizarre because she also had, I thought she had a tattoo on her abdomen. Mm -hmm. I said, what? You know, she was fat as hell. And I go, why do you have a tattoo on your stomach yeah. of the Monster Energy Drink logo of all things? That seems strange. And she gets all fired up. She goes, those are my stretch marks, asshole. And luckily she still wanted to make love after that, but it was tough. I had to settle her down with a, with a bunt cake and some Pepperidge Farm muffins. And then- You got to buy her some snacks. Got to get her some snacks and I got her a lasagna and she settled right down, but- Like Garfield. Pardon me? Like Garfield. Remember how much he loved lasagna? Garfield the cat? Loved lasagna. That was the whole thing. It's lasagna. Oh, I am saying it wrong. He loved lasagna. I roll. <laughs> Is that the emoji you use the most? Uh, actually, no. The one I use is, uh, it's the little smiley face eating a human, uh, limb, the Dahmer yeah. emoji. Mm -hmm. It's like, Hey, had a great time on our date. Maybe next time I can eat you alive type of, you know, fun, playful cannibal type stuff. Yeah. I have the, my favorite emoji is the, uh, uh, cross-eyed, oh. um, crooked smile with the, ch uh, um, Charles Manson. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The that's, the fucknard. That's fucknard. Called. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's I use great. that the most. Those are so fun. If I'm like, I miss you, grandma, and then yeah. I send her that the fucknard. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh great. My grandma's 91 years old right now. Are you cereal? Yeah, she's doing good. Wow, is she still like? Uh, I call her. I call her all the time. Really? So what's going on? I called her on this show. I've called her on this show a bunch. And is she still lucid? 
Yeah. Like you could, she knows who you're like, no uh, dementia or anything like that. I mean, I don't know. I think everyone kind of slows down a little bit. Well, I just would wonder maybe if, if you were my grandson, if I wouldn't, might want to have a little dementia so I wouldn't kind of have to deal with you. Like, Do you have any grandparents left? Maybe I'd fake a little dem so I, then when you came over, I could get you out the door. You hey. Have any, you have any grandparents left? Look, I'm not going to be ambushed. You don't. I'm not going to. And you're jealous and this is why you're being mean. I don't want ambush journalism on my watch. How tall are you? What the fuck, guy? How tall are you? Six two. How much do you weigh? As much as my grandpa. See, this Uh is what you do. You fucking twist people around and you get the answers you want. Shoe size. My grandpa. Fuck you, bro. I'm good at this. I don't want to talk about my grandparents. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you what do. What the f- I'm this close to walking, guy. You can't walk out of here. Well, I didn't say out of here. I thought I might just stand up and walk around and get the blood moving in case no an erection. Mm-mm. You keep that in your pants, buddy. Okay. What about my grandparents? Are they alive? No. Knew it. How'd you know? Mm. I had a hunch. <laughs> oh, you, you'd look great in a hunch. I have one. Look at this. I have had this hunch for quite a long time at this point. I actually have cousins who have hunchbacks. I had two cousins. Where'd you keep them? This is for real. And they owned, no. a, they owned a dew worm farm. Yeah. Dew worm. Dew worm. Farm. You know, so in the morning they would collect the dew worms. No, they had a building where they would harvest them. They had like a whole thing. I'm no. Not, I'm not kidding. You're fucking me. I'm not. Wait a minute. <laughs> Two hunchback cousins own a dew worm farm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an old song? No. Two hunchback be. cousins at a dew wig farm. Do wig farm. Do wig farm. Two hunchback cousins at a dew wig farm. Do wig farm. Do wig farm. Not do wig. Do worm. Yeah, but wig sounds fun. Yeah, but if Chris. Two hunchback cousins had a do worm farm. A do worm farm. A do worm farm. Two hunchback cousins had a do worm farm. A do worm farm. The morning. There it is. That's the Irish limerick. They go out and get themselves some dew worms and put them between their teeth. They floss their teeth with the dew. And then they'd stomp their feet. They'd have a good old morning. And then they'd sell some dew worms. They'd go to the store and sell them to the people in the parking lot. And then they have money to eat. And do wood farm and a do wood farm. Do worm farm. You just got yourself a shirt, bro. <laughs> you just got yourself a free fucking shirt. Wow. What this a is the, song. This is the dew worm farm. What a song, You have bro. to finish the story. They had a dew worm farm, and yeah. how much do you sell dew worms for? I don't know, but all I remember is I was in the dew worm <laughs> hut with him. No. And for some reason, no. I don't remember why, but he pulled out his wallet, and much how, like how you had a $100 bill, mm-hmm. he I, w- I was like a kid, and he had a $100 bill in his wallet, and I, I was just like, wait, you, you have a $100 bill? And he goes, yeah, I'll carry them all the time. And it just blew my mind because at that age in my life, I hadn't even seen a hundred dollar bill. Yeah. So here I'm in, in this this musty old dark hut with these dew worm tables with my hunchback cousin, no. and he pulls out a hundred. And I, I was just like, it was the weirdest. How thing. much do you sell dew worms for? And what are they for? Is it for, for fishing? fishing? Yeah, they lived up like up in fishing country in northern Ontario. Was this a lucrative business? No. <laughs> they were they were the poorest people I've ever met to this point in my life. Yeah. And to this point in my life, the most generous, 
wonderful, beautiful people. We went to their house and they were so poor they didn't have matching plates or cutlery and they didn't have screens on their windows. Mm. And they put out all the food, ice cream, like they were the the nicest people I've met my whole life. What were their names? The O'Donnells. They're, They're from my mother's side. The Hunchback O'Donnells. Yeah. The Hunchback of O'Donnells. Yeah. Sweet do warm people. And they they even had a street named after them in uh, their small town, a dirt road. What was the street name? It was John O'Donnell uh, Drive or Road. Will you draw me a do warm <laughs> shirt? Yeah, if that's what you want. You said you wanted custom. But I want a, I want a, I want a do warm farm shirt. I, I, and I'm looking at do worms. To make sure I'm not lost in the sauce here. They're just earthworms. Yeah, dewworm. Yeah. No. Up, up north, they call earthworm. them dewworms. No, they call them earthworms. They call them dewworms because they come out when the grass starts to dew at night. Or when it rains. No, dew and rain are different things. Rain drops come from the sky. Nope. Dew drops come from the grass. Not from true. below. That's not true. Well, ask Satan. Let me tell you. Dew drops. Dew drops from the sky. Come from below, not from the sky. Kind of like lightning. They think lightning comes from the clouds. It comes from the ground. A lot of it does. There's two types of lightning. It yeah. comes from the ground. But there's both. Mm-mm. Yeah. There's nope. light, lightning comes from the ground. Nope. Well, On, only from the ground. Well, you know what? Uh, maybe I want my shirt back then. If really? Gonna, well, if you're going to bullshit me about the lightning. Where are you going on tour so we can tell the people to come see you? I am not going to sit here I'm with si- no shirt on and be ambushed. I'm not gonna, I, if I'm going to stare at this body. At what part? You know where I'm looking. The areolas. I'm looking right at that cr- the crux of your chest. Right here, the concave crux of your chest between your breasts. I think I'm turning Japanese. <laughs> I think I'm turning Japanese. It's quicker. It's, I really no. think so. Areol. I'm turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. I really think so. <sighs> What's to, what, what shows are you playing, baby? Hang on, can I please cover my areolas? I'm gonna get your your areolas removed at some point. On this show, I should put a little Harlan's faces right over them. Shouldn't Chef Boyardee have areolas? No, they have have ravioli. Yeah, but they don't have areoli. But you're not gonna eat areolas. How about a nice can of tomato paste areolas? Areolas. Would you buy that? Why would I? I already have two. Yeah, but once you're done with those two, you're going to have to have more. <sighs> Get a nice hot can of areolis. Hey, have some areolis. Mr. Chef Aboriardi, hey, they... what do I cook for you tonight? Uh, stuffed, ari- stuffed areolis. Hey, silver dollar size areolis. It's eh? going to be filled with a little bit of almond milk. A little oh, bit of yeah. almond milk. Uh, we put some uh, fucking tomato sauce on your areoli, eh? That's, I'm, a, that's a really good impression of Chef Boyardee. It is? It's about as close as I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, you heard about him, right? He's up at Rikers Island right well, now. Well, first of all, he's... Don't... Let's not do rumors. Chef Boyardee is, has been accused of some stuff. Yeah. But he's never been convicted. But well, he is he is serving this time yeah. in the interim before they... He's, yeah. And I'm Team Boyardee for the record. Yeah. I don't think what he did, they said he did. Funny the word boy in his name. As okay. earlier, and well, that, see, you, you were, sound like you, you're doing that. You, you were, were po-boying to... it, and you were crawdadding it, and now you got Chef Boyardee. What's going on, Jared? You know what's going on, pal. Oh, God. Team Boyardee for life. <laughs> 
I am doing some shows. Where am I? I yeah. You'd have to go to my website, harlanwilliams.com. Go to that. And then you can see go I'm gonna on go, my you know stand-up go. tour. Because I think people need to come see you live. If you've never seen Harlan live. Thank you. Um, he is uh, genuinely one of the funniest um, <clears throat> jugglers I've ever seen. Jugglers. Yeah. Stand-up tour. Uh, Dania Beach, Florida at the oh, end yeah. of February. The and then you're doing the Draft House in Arlington in February. Yeah. They did, these dates are out of order, but that would be how you would organize your yeah, website. Yeah. <laughs> Corpus Christi <laughs> in March and uh, Houston and Dallas in May. And um, I just got today, I just got the American Comedy Co. in San, San Diego. Diego in March. Yeah. In March. Go see end him there March, in Southern yeah. California. Arlington Draft House. Man, I love doing Arlington uh, Draft House. I've never I been there. This might be my first time. Oh, Is wow. it good? It's an old movie theater. Oh, really? Yeah, you're going to love it. Yeah, the draft oh. house is great. And it's like the people there are, uh, it's great, man. Wow. It's really great. Thank you. I'm excited. Give I, me a kiss. Uh, Give me a kiss. Can I blow a kiss? Yeah. <sighs> oh, too high. Right over my head. Thank God. Looking at that camera. And you're going to say one word or one phrase to end the episode. Um, one word or one phrase, okay? That's how we're going to take this out. That's how we're going to close this out. It's been a pleasure. I love you. You're one of the most talented people I've ever um, had the pleasure of calling a friend. And um, Cactus Cooler or not, Deep V or not, I want you to look in that camera and say one word or one phrase to end this episode when you're ready. Live life. Don't let life live you. Harbling.com. In here, we pour whisk, 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 whisk. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me five dollars for the whiskey and seventy-five dollars for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. <laughs>